What's up, guys? Welcome to Shy Tucky Bourbon Brothers. We are back today, Mike and Tony at our whiskey house. Yes, yes, Mike. Guess what? Today is lucky number 13. Podcast number 13, and I feel like it's going to be a special one. I don't know if it's special, but, you know, it's a good Taylor bottle. You know what kind of ruined my day today, though, Tony? What'd you do? I got pulled over. <laughs> I love and, getting pulled over. When? Uh, when was this? This was 7.15 this morning on the way home from uh, Michigan to Chicago. Did you have, like, and, a big Shytucky sign on the back of your no, car so they knew no, who you were? I'm in a, uh, I'm in a loner car uh, with uh, Tennessee plates, and the guy pulled me over, super nice younger officer, and he said, you were kind of weaving. And I said, well, <laughs> I got to tell you, my car got stolen, and oh, this is a this loner. Is, yeah, this, this is a oh, loner. And sorry, my wife called me, and my uh, my blue, I didn't hook up the Bluetooth in the loner. And he goes, oh, man, I'm sorry to hear that. Where'd your car get stolen from? I go, from my driveway. <laughs> yes. And no, wait, no, the best part of this is still to come. Why was it stolen from your driveway? Um... Because gangbangers came into our neighborhood. Oh, and no. we left the key in the car. Yeah, I don't care who did it. Wait, your key was in the car? Is that considered that's, stolen or is that, that giving it away? That's why. I, all I'm going to say to close this out is that's why you have insurance and good oh, and good insurance. I love it. I'm sorry anyway, that you got pulled over. Anyway, glad, all good. All I'm good. I just thought, that was, I thought it was podcast. funny, but he was so nice. He was like, oh, here's your license and registration back. I'm so sorry to hear that, you know. Please, please go on your way and, and stop weaving, weaving on I-94. Yeah. Anyway, we are um, back today doing uh, kind of a, I don't know if I'd call it famous, but definitely a big deal in the bourbon industry. It is Buffalo Trace's um, E.H., Colonel E.H. Taylor Jr., Oh, on yeah. previous podcast, Tony and I on a podcast, we found live out live or while recording, we found out we're, we're both, both juniors. Juniors, yes. <laughs> amazing. So now there's another there's three juniors in a room at the whiskey house. We're all Tony, at the same table Mike, today. We're all at the same table. Colonel E. H. Taylor. So um, let's go into talking about this, Tony. This is a bottled and bond, which means it's a hundred proof. Yeah, and there's a lot of cool stuff about this guy. So Colonel Taylor. Um, is is a Civil War colonel. He's not a honorable colonel or any of the other stuff. Um, he is a legit colonel from the Civil War, and there is such a cool story behind him. I, Mike and I were talking about it before we actually started recording today, and and it, his background is he he um, he actually when the war when the Civil War ended, he actually purchased OFC Distillery, and we've got a good buddy of ours who that's his initials. So he has a bottle of this old OFC distillery bourbon. That stuff, if, if for listeners, that uh, something came out that is uh, a very uh, fancy aged bottle, and it's going online for you know three or four thousand dollars. So, yeah. but a buddy of ours, uh, because it's his initials, and it was a celebration, he bought it. Um, <clears throat> but this is about a forty to fifty dollar bottle. So, yeah. um, something you can find on the shelf. I'm going to go back to what I said before. People a lot of times have questions on what bottled and bond is. So, bottled and bond is uh, was passed by the government in 1897. Why did they do that? They did that because back then a lot of times uh, alcohol and or medicinal spirits were given out by pharmacies by bootleggers by anyone that could could distill uh, alcohol and what they would do to it believe it or not to make it brown or to make it have a certain flavor they would put things in it like 
colored iodine, tobacco, other substances. So the government came in uh, and got involved and said, hey, bottled and bond is a new law we're passing with a lot of different rules. Um, We won't get into all of those, but really the big one is that it is uh, backed by the government. Um, It gave a tax break for, uh, for the distiller and it is 100 proof right on the nose. Yeah, and it's awesome because what people don't realize is that E.H. Taylor, what is his name? Edmonds Haynes Taylor. E.H. is Edmund Junior, Haynes. Junior. Junior. Anyway, he, uh, he actually lobbied for this, and he was a big, so it's actually a good time to be talking about Bottle and Bond for somebody because he's actually one of the head lobbyers for this whole thing. So the Bottle and Bond Act is actually a, a, a real act by our government from uh, 1897. And one of the cool things is if you listen back, I don't know, five, six, seven podcasts ago, we did some old Forrester 1910, 1920s, and it was part of their uh, their Rose series. Well, one of the other bottles they have is the 1897 original batch because um, Old Forester is also one of the oldest distillers, and it's cool because that's all. Everything kind of goes in full circle with these uh, with all these with all this bourbon. And this is a this is just a really cool old school kind of. They put a faux tax strip on it, uh, yellow label. Um, there's a picture of. Uh, E.H. Uh, Taylor Jr. himself with his uh, big, uh, what I would call, <clears throat> uh, Abraham Lincoln hat on, because <laughs> um, it was it was back then. So let's yeah. get into this one. Um, you're probably uh, you know bored with all our back and forth, but Tony and I want you wanted it. We want to drop some knowledge. Oh, I love wanted, doing it. I love do, doing it. I'm do, gonna get a bomb like a sound. Little... I'm gonna get a sound that like whenever we drop knowledge, it's like. Poof. On the computer. I'm going to get a little button to push because, as Mike always says, I love pushing all these little buttons on he here. He loves pushing pushing my buttons. <laughs> all right. So anyway, let's, let's get into this. So there's no mash bill that's disclosed. We know it's a high corn. Um, a lot of the – if you start searching Internet stuff, we were trying to find who knows what about different um, mash bills and things like that. The 2020 is what we're drinking. If you do look up stuff, this does change year to year because it's a small batch. Small batch means it's between 12 and 200 barrels. So this is not a huge production, um, so it does change year to year. And with that being said, um, we don't know what the mash bill is. I'm ex- I'm, ex- I'm ex- excited. I think this is going to be about 70-plus corn. You're going to have just under 10% rye and whatever. And that's where we're at. And um, Let's get into the uh, oh, let's the age. Get in- Seven-year-ish is what everybody says. Yeah, there's not Sorry. really an age statement on it. it def- and definitely not one on the bottle. Let's get into the nose. You want to do it? Let's do it. Cheers, Cheers man. Let's do it. All right. So I would say just tons of tons of sweetness on the nose. Sweet. I got. I get the sweetness, but I the nose makes me think that this is like a scotchish because I'm smelling like wood. I'm smelling like old wood. Like like you're in a barn. Like you're like like you know when you smell. I hate comparing whiskey or bourbon to scotch because of the peat but it's got like a something it's got something in it it's got something that i can't get maybe a maybe a tobacco i mean i guess it's kentucky and that is our number one crop so right off the right off the top i'm the sweetness comes through with like a honey just like something with a ton of sugar in it and then um i do get um i don't get a tobacco but it's more like a wood and it comes off Really fresh, like fresh cut lumber, not like a Rick House like um, age, but uh, but that's that's what I'm getting there. Let's cool. uh, let's, let's cheers into the taste. What do you think? What do you think? 
doesn't come off too hot. Hundred wow. proof. Not 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 the crazy numbers we we talk about on like things like Stag Junior and stuff like that. Hundred proof is there's higher, there's lower. It's kind of right in between. So I do want to preface this to everybody that we are drinking these neat. There's no water in this. We do use chilled cups, but that's it. I, I think this is going to be a bourbon that um, if you put a couple drops of water and it's really going to open it up. Another huge question. People feel almost judged when they um, put their put their whiskey or bourbon on <clears throat> on ice. I like a chilled glass or a, one small cube typically to give it a little bit of water and a little bit of chill. But again, you do you. This yeah, is not, there's this no is, right or wrong. There's no right or wrong. If you like it really cold with you know a whole glass of rocks, um, do it that way. And uh, if you drink too much, the glass of rocks is going to melt the water and it's going to help you in the long run. Yeah, there's there's certain... It's definitely the... <laughs> <laughs> I tried I to go right past that. I was like, I oh, he like slipped one past, and I was like, no, I gotta <laughs> laugh about that one. Um, but sometimes watering it down for the higher proofs, um, even this at a hundred proof uh, tastes uh, tastes really good. Well, let's so, do a finish. So we've already, I've had two sips. I'm gonna have another one. The the finish to me is a is a medium length finish. Um, I feel like it's got just enough tingle on the tongue, just enough burn, <laughs> as you want to say, or whatever, a little tingle on the tongue. Um, I don't, I don't think it's anything special, but I don't think it's bad. I don't think it mm. drops. We've had stuff that drops. We've had this. I feel like this is a very mellow, consistent. I'm gonna give this a medium, a nice, a solid medium. It for me. might be the perfect finish for me. Mm. Um, the taste, you know, there's wow, there's a um, there's an orange citrus note, and it just carries through while some other stuff is there. There's like a like a, I think when um. When I think of a dryness, I like Tony said, I think of a scotch, but um, oh, I don't think this tastes like a scotch. I, let me. I'm no, sorry. No, no, it just has those malty characteristics. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Definitely don't, don't. Yeah, that's mm. definitely not a scotch. But I, I mean, the aftertaste to me is just it's got a little mouth feel that I like. It's got a li- nice medium long, medium range uh, burn, and I, I don't know. I, I get a little bit of spice, but nothing special. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, I again, when like we're it, talking but... about things like honey and citrus or orange and um, on the mid to uh, uh, finish, getting a little cherry, and it's it's really good. So, so what do you think? You, you sharing it, Mike? You know what? Excuse me. I had to like, oh, uh, take wow. a little breath there. Uh, I am definitely sharing it. It's not a crazy... Um, I, I, I think it's it's a fun bottle with a fun history that needs to be shared i think that uh this is a shareable bottle but at the same time it's a little bit harder for the hunt we can get into the price side letter but i'm going to say yes on the share influence what do you got mm. um i'd say a good level of influence and not anything real crazy um but it's um it kind of means a lot to me and the flavor well, you like is the, the old flavor and the, fin- the flavor and the finish out, is there but... yeah i so people um, Give us a twenty second. Twenty seconds about a, about a dusty old tailor. I own some old tailors that I bought online um, from a few different places that are nineteen seventy seven, uh, nineteen eighty, eighty three, and um, those were again we've said before made differently. And those are like crazy sweet but- butterscotch <laughs> notes, but they are fabulous. So if you ever look into things like uh, du- dusties, which are just older bourbons that might still be around. Uh, Taylor is is one that you definitely want to look into. 
And actually, it looks similar enough to what well, it looked it's like the same family. 30, 40 years it's ago. It's the yep. same family. Yep. So it's it's what it is. I um, sorry to do that, but I know that Mike's a big big old Taylor fan, so I didn't want to didn't want to go this whole podcast without bringing that up. Um, influence for me is I think this is a um, I think this bourbon is definitely for people that are looking for a good bottle and bond bourbon. I like it. Um, if you like a tall bottle. You wanted something that sticks out nice and tall. It's one of the taller bottles of bourbon that I have, which is kind of funny because we don't we do talk about the bottle a lot, but haven't spoke about this one. Um, it's a nice, just a regular bourbon bottle, but it's tall, and um, that's where I'm at. What, what about you, the uh, the price, Tony? So price is I think it's is uh, about fifty bucks. Forty to fifty is the is probably the range. Um, the price for me is I don't know. I think it's for the small batch. I think it's it's probably a hair high in my opinion. So let's get into. Oh, well, let me answer. What's your price? I, I think I think it's reasonable. I think it's reasonable. I think it's it's hard to find. I think it's high end for that forty fifty price. I think there's a lot of stuff that's um, really crappy at that level. So it's usually oh, I, I at, agree. Our, at our liquor store. It kind of goes in the special closet, and people people grab it up. But speaking of that, um, what other Tony? Tell us about other tailors that are out there. Because again, this is the small batch, so that means more or less they didn't put blend too many bottles together yeah so made this it. is this is actually the taylor's like entry level bourbon small batch yep. the next one up is their single barrel then they have a barrel proof which they have them itemized differently but a lot of people classify that as the same so small batch putting a bunch of barrels together single barrel one speaks for itself one barrel Barrel proof is barrel typically proof. a higher proof because it's not watered down to something so it comes out of the barrel at a higher proof due to you know, time and heat and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it comes out at a higher, higher proof, but they put it in the bottle they at, do that have, bear, at, that, at that proof. They do have a I rye. Which I think is like 130 or something. It's something high. Yeah. Um, the rye, they have a rye. I'm not into rye. They have a sour mash. But then they have a whole, like, line of, like, five different really hard-to-get special bourbons. You have got a tornado, you've got a cured oak, a seasoned wood, a four grain, an 18-year marriage, which is obviously the 18-year juice. And we have a couple of those that hopefully longer down the line, maybe when we get to one of these big anniversary ones, we'll actually pull out one of those. But the those are, are really cool. Um, the, the tornado one is a very special bottle that's very, very difficult to get because they had a tornado that actually tore down some of their warehouse. So this is the barrels that were left over that weren't broken when the, when the warehouse. We're talking broke. high price point on that kind of stuff. There's, there's, there's tailors like this is like we said, 40 or 50 bucks. Yeah. Um, you go secondary market and there are tailors that will be a thousand bucks. So yeah. they make really, really great stuff um, all across. The it's board. an old school company. It's owned. Obviously it's run through Buffalo trace. Now I think it's actually owned by Sazerac, which is one of the Buffalo trace companies. And it's just a good thing. But uh, here, let's wrap this up. I mean, we're getting a little longer than normal. Mike, what do you got? What do you got for this one? So I'm going to give this um, a three and a quarter. Again, well above average. Not. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to flat blowing my mind. But I'm going to flat out really, agree with you. Really good. I'm going to agree. Whoa. Three and a quarter. Three and a quarter was my number on this one. I think this is. Um, this is just a very good bourbon if you're going to 
If you're going to get a good bottle and bond bourbon, this is a very good bourbon. The 2020 is what we're tasting, and I like this 2020. I have some older years. You can tell by the label on the top, they've got this old bond stamp that they run across the top. The colors change, which helps you differentiate by years. And I'm telling you, it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that this is one that if you find the bottle, you buy it. You know, I, I feel like sometimes we go and we're like, hey, we buy a bottle of bourbon, but do we really want to open it or should we go to a bar and taste it first before we buy this it? This is buy it, this open is a it, buy it, share and open it. it. Yep. Enjoy it, all that good stuff. All right, guys, let's wrap up. Uh, Mike and Tony, Shy Tucky Bourbon Brothers, we take care of the whiskey so you can focus on who you're drinking it with. I love most it. Important, I love most it. Most important, who you surround yourself with when it's... Uh, you know what I do? Time to sip these whiskeys. I just drink all the time, so I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Shy have Tucky a good night. Bourbon Brothers. Bye. Peace out.